0: for that. Why are you uh, um, knackered? I'll uh, save a few because uh,
1: words. For the last two days, I've woken up before 8am, right? Now, to me, 8am is still night time. Anyone who doesn't agree with that is sadistic uh speaking of sadistic we're going to start talking about shorts and tights very soon but yeah so i got up at seven fifty. my session was start well the warm-up for my session was starting at 10. so i got my food in this that and the other like an absolute zombie i was got to the session on grass it was muddy and we did, well I did four by five minutes on grass at about four forty mile pace-ish. Um which was, did I just say four forty there or four fifty?
0: Four forty there.
1: Yeah, four forty. And, and and i that was my first session since last well since Thursday, maybe, Tuesday. Yeah. First session since Tuesday. I think I took a few days off last week because recently I've just been grinding and I needed a bit of time to absorb all the work that I've been doing because I didn't realise kind of like you actually have to take rest days to absorb like a lot of the work you've done. I kind of thought that was a myth. Turns out it's true. Um, So yeah. That, that's been my day. Yesterday I woke up again before 8 in the morning and then went on a run, just like an easy run in the morning, 8 miles. So yeah, Alfie, I mean, all this good rhythm thing doesn't really sit well with me.
0: Well, I, I was just about to say as well, before you went to university, you were quite someone who liked to train at night. And also, like you were saying about the sort of you needed a few days easier or off because of like Joe you know, just getting the adaptations you want from training. Especially yeah. when you're not used, to, especially when you're not used to it, you burn out so quickly if you suddenly start doing more without having that rest. But it's, it's mad how much you can have a few days off and then come back stronger um, when you're yeah. that high training.
1: Yeah, exactly. Really odd, and obviously because the way you think about it is like obviously you you normally have races to break up your training, and at the moment we don't. So, like, usually, you know, you'd race. It would be really hard. You'd have a few days or a couple of days easy after that because you, you're recovering from the race, and that's when you'd get those sort of gains. Right now, I'm literally just, uh, uh, as a you, no racing. You're just training consistent weeks and more consistent weeks than you'd ever have, given that you you can't have it broken apart from from racing. So you're just kind of caning it, and it's, like, kind of realize you need to occasionally take a little a little step back
0: yeah well i had like an easier week last week it was it was around 60 miles which for me isn't that much of minute. but i only had a session on saturday um right and then the difference i felt in that session on saturday um uh, was crazy I, I frankly i did run in the next percents because i've got a new pair of next percents now so i can train in my old ones so i might have got a few added nice. benefits from that but the session i did was three by five K with one K float at four minute kilometers. So it was actually a float this time before when I put float on my Strava and stuff, everyone's been saying that it's not a float cause it's like three ten, three fifteen. 10, Um, but this was five K with one K float recovery times three. And I was, I, I, I was basically going supposed to help out, um, the diets, my training partner was a marathon runner. Um, and I got to the session and I did the first set and my coach was, like, Oh yeah, you're doing two. And I did the second set, and then he's like, "Yeah, you're carrying on," and I was just like, oh. "I just know for a fact I wouldn't have completed it if um, I knew I was doing all three. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if that's just self doubt or whatever, but yeah, it was a good session: 15, 10, 1508, and 1506. I think it was, um, and I, I definitely would have been able to do that without the easy week beforehand.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a that is a big that's a big session. Oh please uh yeah huge session from you just need to need to get a race done with that form it's so bloody annoying not being able to prove your shape but I guess everyone's in the same boat
0: yeah well my coach said any any race what comes about you're doing even if it's a half marathon so it looks like i'm going to uh valencia for that one quality no i, I wish i could i don't think i'll be able to get there with covid and stuff but it, w- it would be nice what
1: valencia half
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Idaix is racing Valencia Marathon because he's trying to get, obviously, Olympic qualifying standard again. Yeah. He's already got it, but. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, is it? Never mind.
1: Oh, no, I I know the marathon is. I wasn't sure about the half.
0: Oh, it's got like Jakob Kaplimo in and stuff like that. So maybe it's uh, a bit out of my. Easy
1: race. Jacob Kaplimo, shit. He
0: is. He is. He's. It's got nothing Terrible on my runner. on my uh, speed or nothing on my endurance either, to be honest. Terrible runner. With my 15k um, tempo in an hour time, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. Carry Ouch.
1: on. Um, but yeah, I mean, one thing I wanted to bring up that I think we might actually not agree on. Uh, I recently put on Twitter in response to the whole tight shorts debate. Uh, Check the hard drives of anyone who wears shorts over tights. And I stand by that because you're thinking, right, so split shorts over tights. Now, if sprinters wear like longer shorts with tights underneath, fair game, looks okay. If you're wearing split shorts
0: with tights underneath, check the hard drive. So I have an opinion on this. So, first of all, what about – I was going to say, what about the hybrid shorts, but you've kind of covered that with the – they're a bit longer, so your half tights can fit under. Second opinion, Jakob Ingebrigtsen has been seen doing this on multiple occasions. So, first of all, what is your thoughts on that uh, before I carry on? Well,
1: I mean, bit of a given, right? Jakob Ingebrigtsen, very fast. Is he a style icon? No. Would I look to him for style advice? No, not really. The thing is, like, you know – when you're sponsored by the company that he is, you're going to always be wearing like nice stuff regardless. Firstly, because you have to. Secondly, because they make nice stuff. But the second that I see someone wearing split shorts over tights, uh,
0: uh, I don't trust them anymore. I um, turned up to a session the other week in split shorts over tights because um, I wanted to – well, it was a hill session. and I thought, you know what? Dressed to Impress, and I was wearing my red Nike Elite uh, Pro shorts. they the they're the half tights, what are like striped red, really bright. Oh, yeah. Over, over yeah. that, I was wearing my red, and I was wearing my black Nike uh, Swift shorts. And then on the top half, I was wearing arm warmers with my Traxor T-shirt underneath one of my Nike vests. I can't remember which one, but it was a striped one again. And I got So you so were wearing- You
1: were wearing tights under shorts and a a long, wait, sorry, a t-shirt under a vest with arm sleeves. Yes. I bet you were wearing some sketchy socks as well.
0: Yes, I was indeed wearing some sketchy socks. I was wearing the Nike Spark uh, multicoloured camo ones. And then also I was wearing my Sikonis, which aren't exactly the... I don't know what least colourful shoe in the world because they've got a few few pops of colour on, but you know what? It kept spirits high. It it was a grim session. It kept spirits high. Training group, fifteen k of hill reps, Rory. It's you need to you need something to keep you going.
1: I'm not willing to comment on the outfit, but fifteen k of hill reps is good work. I oh what session? I oh yeah, I did. Well, I didn't do anything on Saturday. I've got Hills Saturday coming, I believe. Why are there so many sirens today? Thank you again, please. Loughborough is popping off. Um, all those
0: lockdown breakers—that's what it is.
1: All the lockdown breakers wouldn't, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me.
0: Oh, speaking of that, I have to have—I have to say this on the podcast very quickly. Um, do I want to share my embarrassment? So I thought you put on a story last night because my Instagram glitched. So it was you. What I thought was you anyway, because it said, Rory, it was, I don't know what happened. It was you with like a Nutella pizza instead of a normal pizza. And you were with, um, it looked like you were with someone in the background, which like was a girl. And the the, the caption was, is this an acceptable decision? Because it was like Nutella on pizza and everything. And I said, Mm. yes, if that's, if you're with a girl, because obviously we know what your love life's like, you need all the help you can get turns out it wasn't you it was this random girl i've never spoke to in my life and it was the weirdest experience of my life trying to explain how instagram somehow glitched where the story said it was you but it actually wasn't and it was the most embarrassing moment of my life she must have just been thinking what on earth is he doing because if anyone thought like it'd be some creep just messaging him saying like if it's a girl oh yeah yeah just makes me cringe thinking about it really embarrassing
1: so that's bad karma for trying to take jabs at me um so you know arguably well deserved but we can move forward it's fine did oh did you like my story last night about birmingham united kingdom just shout out to whoever replied to that birmingham united kingdom story and said wow or like sent heart eyes (laughs) it's not actually birmingham that photo is brazil and it is it's a track in brazil not birmingham (laughs)
0: I think sometimes when we post these memes, people actually think we're being serious. And I don't know if it's just our sense of humor is awful or what, but could be that. we get we get some stick for some of the things we post what are memes because everyone thinks we're being serious. Like again, Bertie Bob could beat Joshua guy in a 5k, everyone. just That wasn't just a joke. That.
1: That's true, though.
0: Yeah, true. True.
1: That's just straight facts. That's We weren't. We weren't weren't here joking about that. Bertie Bob's got it in his back locker. Have you ever seen Chep the Guy do drills the way that Bertie Bob has? No. What do we know comes first? What comes first out of fitness, passion, drive, and drills? Drills.
0: Drills. Drills. And then mustaches.
1: And then mustaches. Which, speaking of, I reckon, I mean, people can't see us on the podcast, but I've got a solid one. Solid one on its way. That and a mullet.
0: I had to shave purely based off the fact that uh, I can't get my hair cut, so if I carry on growing like this, I will end up looking like a, what are they called, Neanderthal? Or is it?
1: Neanderthal, yeah.
0: yeah. I will look like one of them by the end of this month, so I needed to shave everything off because it was getting unacceptable.
1: Vaccine. Conspiracy theory part of the podcast that we've not had before. What are your thoughts and feelings on Pfizer's vaccine?
0: situation so this is oh god i, h- I hate that we've gone down these r- little political rabbit holes um i i don't know I, I don't like having vaccines because when i had the flu vaccine i got flu um but i feel like that's just superstitious um i feel like the everyone said so many different things over the last 7 months like if if you're like 4 months ago or f- well at the start of lockdown in april if you got told in December, you'd still be worse than you are now. Um, but like, I, I, I can't, I can't believe anything I see at the minute. So the vaccine, I don't know much about it anyway because I refuse to read stuff about COVID because it just seems also.
1: One of the things I find oh. so mad about COVID is like, do you remember that point in the UK when people were like, "There's no way we're going to get to a point where like you have to wear masks for like everything"? Yeah, like people genuinely didn't think we'd have to be wearing masks and like
0: i don't even think about it anymore well I, but when we were in nice for example when i came back um from nice and got got out the airport i forgot that i could take my mask off and i took it off and it was like a new lease of life because you really do oh forget God, yeah. and now because in Nice we
1: had to wear it all the time didn't we
0: yeah and i swear you don't even have to do that here now do you if you're outside you don't have to wear it but i guess we can't go outside now In fact, yeah, if anyone's not listening from the UK, you're not allowed to go outside unless it's for essential food or exercise, um, or any other essential travel, but you can go in classrooms of 30 kids and stuff. But yeah, we won't talk about that because the rules are absolutely ridiculous, and I don't want to get this podcast somehow uncensored or censored purely based off the fact we're speaking pure facts. Um, Yeah,
1: at Spotify next up, we aren't talking politics here, We're we're just vibing, vibes only.
0: Yeah, vibes, vibes only. Everyone listen to the government. They're always they're always right. And yeah, there's nothing else much to say because I don't want to get assassinated. Um next subject, please.
1: Next subject. I I'm still half asleep, so I'm trying to think of a subject. I think we could talk about the do's and don'ts of athletic outfits. Now, you and George Mills questionable Answers would be had from the pair of you because you both wear some really rogue shit, uh, but I'd say do's and don'ts, right? Okay Tights in hot weather long tights in hot weather. It's a
0: don't. It's a don't absolute do not ever do that
1: I've, I've seen people doing it thinking it's like a flex because I'm like, oh, I'm not that warm or whatever. you're suffering underneath that or You've got a body temperature problem. Go to the doctors
0: Yeah um, for that fact actually tights in any weather when you're not warming up when it's not like cold outside Like I, I wear shorts pretty much all the time now purely because I hate tights Like I, I yeah. just don't like wearing tights I either warm up in trackies now or like the mixture the hybrid of tights and trackies or I wear split shorts um, I've got some split shorts on at the minute I've got the wrong split shorts on actually I need to get changed um, but they're basically They've got a phone pocket in. It's all I need. And yeah, just hate wearing tights now. I don't know why. But it's like like, you said. If you've got 10 by a K off a minute, you can't
1: start in tights and then take your tights off because you've barely got time. Especially if the recovery is like jog. And you've got to be thinking at the start of the session, are you going to hit rep six in tights feeling, oh my God, I'm dying. This is really hot. And you've still got 4K to go
0: yeah no couldn't be no me. chance and, and, and sort of moving on from tights then i've got another one to throw at you calf sleeves is that a do or a i don't? mean it's a, it's a myth
1: they're just like the thing is i've got some i've got some that i used to wear occasionally did they ever help me no but would someone with an actual calf problem who wears them get help potentially I have not read into them enough. If you've got, I remember I've got some GB ones, and they're they're like this really nice blue. I remember wearing them around at Euros just for the sake of wearing them around. Yeah. Uh, and they were, you know, absolutely no contribution to recovery, but they were quite warm. Uh, but I think I think when you see someone with like a left compression on, and you're thinking, is your calf injured? You're doing a track session with calf compression on. Should you be doing a track session if you've got, like if you're trying to wrap up your left quad sort of thing?
0: Yeah. The answer is no. Um, mm. So for that matter, I will... Uh, what about if it's cold? You, It's really cold. You don't want to wear, wear tights. Yeah, but what about if you don't want to wear tights because of the, it goes over your knee, restricts move, movement a bit. So you want to wear a Uh, half-tie, keep the knee open. And then, in fact, wait, just wear compression socks. Yeah, calf sleeves are out. No calf sleeves. Just wear compression socks. Calf sleeves are out. Just wear compression socks. Next one, then. Compression socks in summer.
1: Compression. Oh, come on. Come off it. No. I mean, it's one of those things. The thing is, I don't really, obviously, I I don't get niggles like that much. Like, I, I don't really get injured or like tight that often so for someone who gets injured a lot they might live by compression so if you're one of those people that lives by compression fine okay if you're just wearing compressions because you fancy wearing long socks in the summer get out of the sport
0: strongly put but yeah i i fair enough yeah so matt willis go and do triathlon uh yeah, you don't deserve to be running because you wear compression socks for track races. Love you, Matt. It's Matt disgusting. Matt lives 10 miles out of Loughborough, but goes to university in Loughborough. I, I heard he runs there. In fact, no, sorry, I heard he swims there. He swims to classes, doesn't he? Yeah, it? he swims on the road in yes. between Corn and Loughborough. <laughs> That's a fact. I'm
1: trying oh, nice. to think of other ones. I have I one. Want... Go on. Go on. No, no, I didn't have one.
0: Nike and Adidas combinations. So, you see, it's a,
1: kit coordination is a tough one because because certain brands are very expensive. It's not easy for everyone to coordinate, and, yep. it, and it's it wouldn't be fair to say it wouldn't be fair to like call anyone out on not, not being coordinated because a lot of brands release like clothing that's very expensive and is probably actually a silly price if you think about it. So on kit coordination, I'm easy. Wear what okay. you want. Expensive got, kit
0: have... coordinations.
1: What like if you Right, okay. So uh, if
0: you're rocking if you're rocking a Tin Man vest, but then rocking the Nike Pro Elite shorts and then rocking don't...
1: No.
0: Yeah. Okay. Absolutely
1: not. Absolutely like if if you're gonna if you're gonna buy a pair of Next percents you're going to wear like an adidas top and adidas half tights get the
0: adizeros i agree or better yet just buy hoka stuff uh
1: yeah so um as everyone knows speaking of the uh the adizero and the next percent we can talk about the one that's actually better than both of those uh the rocket x Recently just relaunched after the uh, the pre-sale in and around the US marathon trials. So essentially, it's just a relaunch of the same shoe there in a different colorway. Um, Hit me up for relative discount um, because that's the most organic product placement I think I've ever done in my life. So yeah.
0: Do you know what? As well, seeing as though um, we're on the subject of Hoka currently. I'm just going to say something out and this is something what I want your opinion on. Okay. So the Clifton Sixers are currently my favorite running shoe on earth, uh, for my age anyway. Whereas Uh the Clifton, the Clifton Sevens have, and I'm I'm guessing because I know how good Hoka is, this is just somehow a mistake with what I've done, but a massive chunks come out of my shoe. I that's don't know not, what that's not ideal. I don't know whether to send it back and get a new pair because I'm sure they'll refund that because they tend to when there's a problem. But I just don't know how it's happened. I'm not sure if you can see that. Uh, oh, it's too dark. But basically, you might, you, might hit,
1: you might have just hit a rock or a dodgy bit of road or something.
0: Yeah. Sad, because these are the nicest shoes I've ever had for mileage. Like As in, the looks-wise, they're just amazing. Yeah. Um,
1: and for listeners, Alfie, you're going to I'm going to show you two different shoes. I'm going to give you three words. You can't say what the shoe is because they're not released yet. Uh, you just got to describe. You just got to give three words. I'm going to go for the first one because it's
0: there's potentially less to say about the first pair. Okay. Bang. Well, I know what that is. Um, yeah. Oh, three words. Favorite shoe ever because I know what shoe that is and it is my favorite shoe ever.
1: Big
0: up, big up, and then, and then then this one. Jesus. Uh, three words to describe that shoe. Yeah. You need Jesus.
1: Okey dokey, right, well.
0: That,
1: that, that's that
0: one, for those two. I cannot nah, of those shoes. do you know what, that shoe, right, if, if you're a, a spectator at a crash country race, that is 100 percent the best shooter you could possibly wear. Like, definitely, easily. mate.
1: There is a photo of Kanye West wearing a pair of these getting out of his car, and that that can be on the cover of the of this podcast because it's a fact.
0: I was actually going to say, photo of it. I couldn't think of a way to put Kanye West into three words. Still, so like, so, I, I, but I was actually going to say it looks like something Kanye West would wear. Um, mate, the fashion statement. Yeah. Definitely,
1: absolutely. Catch me, yeah. catch me going to lectures in the
0: Right, so yeah, moving away from Hoka because I don't want to seem like this is just a, a branding for them. But by the way, go buy some Hoka shoes. Um, true, true. Back to the dos and don'ts. I've got one more, and that is wearing a super shoe for a track session. What sort of, sort of like keeping the ball rolling type of track session where you're not you're not grinding away, just wearing a super shoe for something. What's you know just your average track session. If you
1: show up to a session feeling dreadful and you need, the, you need that in the head, I'm, I'm pro, they're helping me along, fair enough. Don't recommend wearing super shoes too much because obviously it's very rigid. I think every super shoe is relatively rigid. Uh, but yeah, I uh, if it's not like, if you're not feeling good, do it. If, you, if you're feeling all right, don't, don't do it. Keep them for your race day. Because at the end of the day, they're essentially a racing spike
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I I'm gonna say it's a don't, especially I don't wanna if you're not feeling too good for a session, maybe. But mm. Oh, I don't know. I I I don't know. I can't I can't justify wearing Alpha Flies. I can justify wearing like all the other super shoes. But I can't justify wearing alpha flies for a track session. So maybe I'm going to say if it's alpha flies, can't wear them no matter what. If it's anything else, mm. wear them for when you're feeling bad or you need to really, really get rolling on a track session. Um, yeah. And then then another
1: one for the super shoes is how many people have you seen doing
0: like jogs in super shoes? An awful amount of people. And also, it's not technically a super shoe, but Jakob Ingebrigtsen does his long runs in Tempo Next Percent. What? Oh. Yeah, he does his long runs in Tempo <coughs> Next Percents. And I've, obviously I've got a pair of Tempo Next Percents and I could never imagine doing a long run in them. Purely because I'd be scared mm. of something getting in the bubble and popping the bubble like stones or anything. But also, they feel like you're running on a spring but also mm. like you're running on a treadmill type of thing. They're not very comfortable. They're not a comfortable shoe. They're the great and they're fast. But do, doing them for a long run, I couldn't imagine running up hills in them either. So
1: Is is this are you looking at the thing from Sierra Nevada where he's been wearing them on some like trails? What is going on there? What is like football shorts, long sleeve, backwards cap, sunglasses on the backwards cap, a photo of his dog on the back of his garmin, and tempo next percent. I mean, is he really the idol of the sport we need? Well he you is you see that and you think. And you think, look, right, I I get, you run fast. That's great. That's half the job. Now make it look good.
0: See, I think he makes it look extremely good. And also, I feel like his social media presence, when he puts on his story, a picture of his brother, Henry King of Britson, and quotes it saying, hide your kids. I think that is exactly who we need in this sport. Because, you know, we don't have many people like that. We don't, and he's got
1: 277k on Instagram. That is
0: harrowing. Well, to be honest, I'd say at the minute he's probably one of the key influencers of like the driving the next generation of our sport forward, and another for me is uh, going to be Jimmy Gressier. Um, yeah. I-, I feel like he should just be employed by the World Anti-Doping Agency and just quit running. I feel like that would be yeah. a great. a great option for him yeah. uh everyone involved make the sport 10 times cleaner if we had jimmy gressier just yeah. uh you know and this is going to be a terrible analogy but if anyone watches the flash and please interrupt me rory if this is getting too bad but in the flash they have this like evil little demon thing what comes and like catches people who can run fast as speedsters and it's an ex-speedster and then it dies, so then it becomes like the speed force and goes to kill other speed for speed people when they've like time travelled. So I think Jimmy Gresker needs to be one of them, where he's like, he's not a runner anymore, but he comes back away and then runs onto the scene and Yeah, like goes in people's right, Yeah. Um, the drugs. Tracking
1: analogy, I think, from what I can hear. Yes. Um obviously go back to before I was joking about Britson. he is the future of our sport and actually the present of our sport and he's very inspirational and he's a big reason for why people are running Gressier inside agent for WADA um, doesn't actually run he's just been an inside agent the whole time so his profession isn't running he's one of the best inside agents in the world um, and, that, and that's his job
0: He's doing a great job as well, by the sound of things. Uh, really good job. Um, hashtag brand the Well, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess we could say that. Can we say that? I don't know, because... Uh, well, actually... Uh, I don't know. No, we're...
1: we're um, really, we're partial. We're a, we're a news source of, source of we're, we're partial on everything, but we have to be, we have all to we unbiased. can say is that McClukey got found with uh, masking agents.
0: And needles and stuff. But get innocent till proven guilty, I guess. I guess you've got to say. Um, yeah. As much as it's painful to say. Anyway, Biden, the new president of the United States. So. Again. <laughs> We're going to get killed on this podcast. Um, opinions... Thank God. Yeah, in... I, I have to agree. I have to agree there. It'd be, it'd be nice to go to America now. I feel like we should go out as soon as we can, as soon as COVID gets to the point where we can fly out there. And uh...
1: Yeah, anyone who lives in Boulder, let us pitch up a tent in your garden. Uh, or buy a caravan. Uh yeah so if you're out in Boulder and you want to give trucks to a place to live for a little bit, then we're we're all there for it, probably um and not that we can offer up much more apart from being training partners, but yeah we'll uh we'll become your mum's favorite person uh and all that sort of all that sort of fun stuff.
0: We can also film content, I guess. What else can we offer? You're a decent chef, I guess, are you? I don't know. Can make coffees. Yeah, not bad. Can make, make coffees. I'll be taking a
1: look. Actually, you know what, right? What we need is we need someone who wants work experience in film production and content creation. Uh, Will can come out with us or we'll go out and see them and we can work on some content together.
0: Yes. And if anyone else also listen, I feel like the people who listen to this podcast are probably people we actually want to work with on tracks of, Rather than just sharing yep. it on a story, if we, if anyone else, literally anyone, wants to work with us on something, just leave a. I don't know. Leave, this is gonna sound so scammy, but I feel like it's the best way to get people like except from the DMs. Go and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, so then we can see it, and then like put your U- Instagram username, and then we'll message you because yeah, we, it, we get lost in DMs so easily. So yeah, if anyone wants to work with us, Apple Podcasts, just leave a rating, whatever you want. Preferably five stars if you really want. I can't ask you to do that though, but just on honest review yeah. and leave your Instagram DM and we'll... Well, put it this way. If you give
1: us one star and drop your Instagram handle, we're not going to text you.
0: Unless... Yeah, yeah, we're not. Yeah, okay. But go and drop... No, I don't think we could say this. I was going to say go and drop one star on Flowtrax podcast and then we will definitely, but don't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get in trouble yeah, after this podcast. don't do that. Yeah, def- definitely um, don't. Just go and give your honest review. It's fine. Yeah, fair. And I, and I think that covers us
1: for the Shape Out pod. This has been unconventional, waffling,
0: but it's been fun. And hopefully it's a bit away from the norm of what you usually lose. Like, I, I don't know what has happened there, but we're going to leave it in because, again, in unconventional, I can't speak. Um, yeah. Hopefully it's shifted away from the norm of what you're used to, and if you've somehow put this on and you run and not expected what to do, hopefully you've had a fun... 30 minutes? I don't know. Um So yeah, I'm guessing most people listen to this on a run, so have a nice rest of the run, I guess. Yeah, good night.